Hey everybody and welcome to the Comic Book Companion Podcast. Each week, I read comic books and discuss them book club style, page by page, with my friend and co-host, Connor Shackelford. Each week will consist of two issues that you will know about ahead of time, so you can read along with us. Now remember, you should read those books, because everything is going to be spoiled from here on out. At the end of each episode, you'll get our contact information so you can contribute to the conversation and you'll receive your homework assignment for the next episode. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get started. All right, Connor, we're back and we're still talking all new X-Men. This yeah, we are. episode, uh, we're talking issues, what is this? 10 and 11? 12 and 13. No, that was last episode. 12, that was last, so... uh, 12 12 and 13, 13. that's right. Uh, So what did you think overall? Um, Now that Apocalypse War is over, um, it's nice to see this series, like, kind of get back on... Get back to, like, I don't know, separate characters. Like, you know how the last couple issues, they had, like, thoughts of each character? Yeah. Rotate. Um, I think there's a bit sizing down here where they're focusing on a couple sure. at a time. So like this one's Laura and uh, right. Angel. Um, and I think I think it, these issues. Were uh, good. Yeah, I think these two issues are my favorite so far of the series. And um, as we get into this first one, then I'll just kind of explain it or whatever. But I don't want to jump too far ahead. But yeah, I really liked both of these issues. Okay. But, um, all right, you want to go ahead and kick it off then? Yeah, uh, we start out, um, well, the cover here is uh, Pink Flames with Angel being all close to Wolverine. Yeah, and so did they purposely make this look like a heart around them? Yeah, they totally <laughs> did. So romantic. Um, and then the issue proper starts with Laura having a little bit of a monologue saying, like, alone's never been a problem with me. And I've never once been bored. And then we see Iceman, uh, Evan, and Idy kind of just walking around. Yeah, because it seems like they're going to be uh, going out tonight. Yeah, and they're all excited. And, and Evan's giving Iceman a little shoulder rub. <laughs> just um, some reassurement. Or reassurement? That's not a word, yeah. is it? Reassuring. Uh, reassurance. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> and and Idy's like, we're going to get you to talk to right. boys. A all lot the of boys. boys. So many boys, but by the end of the night, you can't do it. You can do See, it. See, and right. it's funny because, like, uh, it's almost like this entire series, they've been, like, building up gay Iceman. And then these yeah. two, I mean, for the most part with this issue, it's just kind of, like, here. But, like, they introduce that, like, it's going to be a whole lot of gay happening. And then the right. next and, issue and, uh, is all gay. <laughs> And especially with this, I think it's been two issues now where Evan, like, listened to Iceman to talk about being different, and Evan's like, hey man, I'm an Apocalypse clone, like, right. you're fine, they'll right, accept exactly. you. <laughs> um, we see Laura chilling on a couch here, talking about um, she spent so much of her childhood in solitary confinement, and she, like she's, she's still going on about she's never been bored. Uh, but now when I'm alone with nothing to do, my mind races, right. obsessing about things, and then we uh, pan out to see Angel mm-hmm. in a full-on looking, tuxedo Looking suit. fancy. Looking like a reservoir dog. <laughs> um, 
and he's like Milan. Uh, is it Milan? Uh, Milan. Milan Fashion Week. Two tickets. Who's coming with? Right, and it's just the three of them <laughs> in the room. Those two and Cyclops. In yeah. <laughs> A, Cyclops yeah. isn't going out in a wheelchair. And B, that's right. not he's, really he's his scene. Takeout. Uh, he's here eating some takeout. Right, Chinese. and it's almost like Angel knew what the answer was going to be—that he was going out on his own. And so then he just like takes off. Yep, and uh, Laura thinks to herself, "No one cares, rich right, boy." Um, and then her and Cyclops have a little talk um, about how. Cyclops can tell about the tension and like uh, this line right here is like it's taking every ounce every ounce of self control not to knock his pretty block right. off, huh? And then and then he calls her out like, yeah, I get it, I'm perceptive in this <laughs> thing. Um, and he's kind of like, yeah, I get it, you're going stir crazy, and we find out that really Cyclops is going stir crazy too because we haven't really known how long he's been in this wheelchair or how long it's been yeah. since Beast and uh, Evan come back from the past. And so we find out here that so far Cyclops has been trapped in the wheelchair for five weeks. Five weeks. So this has been a bit of time since the whole um, yeah, blob fight. exactly blob uh, toad fight. And so um, he's been sitting around, you know, kind of <laughs> twiddling his thumbs and trying to figure out what it is that he could be doing or whatever. And so it's really cool that he's made up this list of fun solo missions. <laughs> yeah, like this is such a Cyclops thing And to do. honestly, I love this so much that he's done this and that <laughs> like, I almost wish what we would have seen with him going out and doing this by himself. But then at the same time, I'm like, right. he gets his butt kicked a lot, and I don't like that. So he would probably get thumped <laughs> on, but uh, he ends up handing um, this over to uh, Wolverine, to Laura. And uh, <laughs> I like that she talks, she kind of lists it out here. Maps, dossiers, threat assessment, analytics. He, uh, he has even marked down all of the potential blind spots. Just when I think no one speaks my language. <laughs> like, Cyclops comes in with being the tech support guy since he's out of commission for right. a while. And then uh, um. we see that he also <laughs> has a secret weapon. And she's like, uh, this backpack is your secret weapon. And it's not the backpack, it's what's in it. It's not the backpack. And it's Pickles. It's I Pickles. This is the first time we've right. seen him in a while. He's hungry. Um. He's very hungry, and there's a lot of candy and soda in this Right, backpack. and so we find uh, out that um, if Pickles is just dragging along one person, he can do several jumps. So, As long as his blood sugar Exactly, and so that's part of this whole backpack secret weapon, is that it's full of pickles <laughs> and junk food. Yes, and that's what you need to get around right, the world. exactly. <laughs> and then I love this little interaction here where... Cyclops is, uh, like, thanks and, uh, give him hell or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, and I like that he's like, hey, uh, I can't leave this wheelchair for six more weeks, so I'm gonna need you to come back with stories, really detailed stories. Yeah, like, I need, I need something here, Laura. You gotta yeah. help me out. He's like, I'm getting bored. I need to know how these missions <laughs> go. And then I feel like that's kind of like the leader in him, too. 
to where he's like, yeah. I need all the details on these missions. And I'm sure he's going to want to know if his, you know, his research and all that is correct and all that kind of stuff. But then they bamf out of there. Yeah, um, into the Amazonias in Brazil. Right. Uh, and Laura kind of talks to her. <laughs> She's already That's what I was just noticing, screen. too. I was like, are those cracks on the pyramid? <laughs> yeah. Nope, that's definitely the tablet's already broken. Um, or wait a minute. I so wonder if this is the with... tablet that Beast dropped. Oh, he dropped it, yeah. Oh, that's that's um, an interesting little tie-in there, the little Easter egg mm-hmm. kind of situation. Um, Scott says this mission... Scott's mission brief says this bizarre environmentalist offshoot of the hand has recently right. showed up, which I just find the idea <laughs> hilarious. Um, fuck, uh, I'm gonna no, nope, nope. I didn't say it. I'm not things gonna are fine. Iron Man noise. Um, things are fine. Um, from the look of it, something big with ninjas, and I just love the idea of environmentalist right. ninjas. Uh, it's great. So. Uh, I have the high ground element of surprise, and because the hand ninjas are already dead, a temporary reprieve from my notes. Yeah, so she has a little bit of an excuse to go in and cut these people to ribbons. Right, because they're zombies. Which I guess I didn't realize that. A lot of the hand ninjas, not all of them, but a lot of them have already been dead. Interesting. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, and then we get a little introspection here where she's like the cold calculated way, the X-23 way, but I'm not X-23. Yeah, anymore. so she would she would take them all, take them on stealth-like if she were X-23 still, but she's not. And I like no. uh, Pickles eating this burrito <laughs> or whatever, and he's like, nerf? <laughs> she's the bleeping woman. Yeah, she comes swinging and... in. Yeah, and this is how Logan would snick, do it. Snick, something, <laughs> something, something. Which buff. was awesome. Uh, so and then good. she sees that all the hand are already dead. Somebody's already gotten to them. And she's very tired and angry. And I love that um, when she popped her claws, it was snicked. And then when she pulls them back in, it's snook. Snook? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't miss the, I missed the snook. Um... <laughs> uh, and then so she has to move on to downtown Toronto. Right, so she zip zaps uh, out of here to downtown Toronto, which this is another one of mo- my favorite parts. See this? Okay, so th- what I said earlier was this was my favorite issue of the series so far. And it's because, like, all of these interesting little pieces that they're pulling into Yeah, this. like the moloids Right, here. and so, like, they pulled in the hand, and now they're pulling in the moloids and, um, uh, mole man, mole yeah, man. duh. Um, and then even his subterranean monster is pulled in there. Like (laughs) all of this is awesome. And then even still, there's going to be some more little tie-ins or other little adventures she goes on. But like, I just find them all really entertaining. Yeah. Like I did not expect to see the Moloids in this new 2016 X-Men. Right, right. So, uh, yeah. So she pops into Toronto and expects another fight, but somebody has already been there, and uh, Mole Man is already tied up and hanging from a building, I guess, <laughs> and he's asking for help to get down. And she's like, no, you can't right. do that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and she's 0 for 2 on this, not making me feel any Burp. better. Uh, yeah, and we get uh, Pickles drinking some some kind of Mountain Dew knockoff here. <laughs> lime, lime energy. Super lime super, energy. Yeah. <laughs> 
super lime energy. Uh, so now we get her talking to herself again, and she's like, all right, time to head to bed. It's Cameron Hodge and the right have been chasing the Terrigen Cloud around with a with a t- tanker truck vacuum up samples of the deadly deadly to mutants mist so the the stuff that makes the inhumans kills me right and so uh, these this group is running around with a semi truck just like vacuuming up all this mist which is interesting that it's yeah. just kind of hanging around right um so uh, they drop in high and they're coming in hot and pickles <laughs> looks scared shitless he sure does. Uh, and, and and she's convinced that no one's beating them to the punch this time. Like, they've got this. And then immediately in the next two panels, she's like, come right. on. And it's just a broken up Terrigen mystery. Throw me a bleeping bone here. <laughs> and then Pickles is like, uh? And she's like, too much with the curse. Right, exactly. You know, I would have really loved, I mean, unless it happened and I'm just not picking up on it. But if they would have included in these scenes where, like, the fighting and stuff has already happened and, like, the bad guy has been defeated or whatever, but if in some yeah. way they had, like, left some kind of a, a a little hint as to who did this, like... Right, and the only things we get are, like, little bits of fire here, and then there was some on the mold. Right, and he was, like, on the hung upside down and stuff, yeah. but I wouldn't have any idea on who did that. And so right. it would have been really cool if they would have done something like that to be like, yeah, uh, the Hulk has already been here, or just what, you know. <laughs> um, so, may have gone too far, and <laughs> She's talking about the cursing, and then Pickles offers her, offers her a yeah, twinkie. Yeah, he's just like, twink? Which, twink? who knew he could talk? Right. Like he, and he even says, what? So, like, I'm getting <laughs> impressed with him. He's learning or something. He is learning, and then they just both sit down and have a quick snack. <laughs> I love this so much. It's so great. This would be my wallpaper. Right? Uh, and then now we're in U-Storit, Newport... Newport Ritchie in Florida. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice where we were this time, like, when I read this. Um, and then we get a bunch of, like, medieval monologues about your goblin horde. Yeah. And then and then a bunch of people say, yes, my queen. So do we know who this is? Like, I know after, so, like, all the fighting and stuff goes down, we end up seeing who it was. But I don't know who that is. So, just from the font, when I first read this, I'm like, okay, they're doing Mephisto, Mephisto, but then they said, yes, my queen, and I'm like, uh, that's not Mephisto. Right. So, I'm not sure. Well, yeah, because we end up seeing her, but, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know who it is. So, you know more about this stuff than I do, so I was just curious if you knew. Right. Which I am not 100% on. Right. So, they, they say, yes, my queen... Uh, Laura's not having These any of this. These pink meats will uh, never know what... Pink meats will never know, and since they're demons, I guess that means the kill cards are around. She can just kill exactly. one wants, so. And uh, actually, she ends up saying that in here, is that, um... Uh, where is it? Uh... Goblins and demons are unkillable. Cut them up, stab them, whop off an arm. They'll always heal like me, only pure evil. Right, and 
this. She's, um, I needed this, and then boom. She's going whole hog on these guys too. She's just splitting them in half. Yeah, they are just not. Yeah, they're not having a good day. They're losing eyes and teeth, arms, knocking out teeth. Just the whole thing is insane. And I always forget that she has that spike foot. Yeah, she has the two feet. Claws. Yeah, and yeah. so like, uh here in a bit she ends up using that and kicks one of them in the head and I'm like dang man <laughs> yeah so there's this big explosion we don't know exactly what's going on just yet and then look at that there's Angel I thought you were in Milan it's Angel liar <laughs> I don't know who you think you are or what you think and then something's wrong with yeah. Angel here cause he's like he's got the red eyes hmm. and stuff he's got the red and eyes and it's like he doesn't automatically yeah. recognize her yeah, and she's like, Warren, what are you doing? It's me. And then he snaps out of it right. for a bit. And is like, oh, what are you What are you right. doing here? Um, this does not look like a fashion week to me, Warren. It's the perfect alibi. You're always saying nobody cares about my rich boy foolishness, right? So he's been going out on solo. Right, and... exactly. And we find out he's doing that because, like, this, this fire that has overtaken him, that... They end up saying um, where it came from, but, like, how he got this fire or whatever, like, he ended up, like, keeping it, I guess. But it's, like, it's kind of consuming him, and it's kind of, like, I don't know if it's, like, bringing out the Archangel in him or whatever. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, is this going to be his version of Archangel? Right, and so he's, like, fighting it back by, and, like, releasing some of this like, pent-up rage or energy or whatever by going out and doing these, like, solo missions. And so somehow he ends up meeting up the same time with Wolverine here to fight these goblins. Uh, And then they get into it a bit here where she calls him out about doing the thing that you called her out for doing. Like, this is exactly what you got mad at me for. Um and trying to be a normal I was trying to be Wolverine for you trying to be a normal person like everybody else and then Warren's like Wolverine was not a normal person yeah. Laura and even if you were you are terrible at normal bad English dub anime I had terrible. to read that line a couple different times to understand it because I was like <laughs> that's not English what is he saying I, I lost it there and as um, he's saying that no, the, he's like yelling or whatever and you see his eyes go red again yeah Nobody expects you to be normal. Why would you even? And then she cuts him. She cuts him off and is like, "I've been X twenty three forever, and I don't want to spend the rest of my life right. that way." Um, so that my skin stops crawling up every back up my back every time I get someone close. Um, and she goes on about like normals being hard for her, and she knows she sucks at it. Um, but Logan said, "Fake it until I make it." So I was faking yeah. the hell out of it, faking it for Warren. Her yeah. overprotective, judgmental boyfriend. Who chases me around all day, whispering reckless under his breath. And then and then Warren drops this bomb here where he's like, you told me you, you told me you used to cut yourself all the time. Remember that scary right. bleep? So that was the only thing that ever made you feel That's better. That's crazy. Yeah. And then he like whips out his wings and cuts all these goblins in half. So that's impressive. Uh... <laughs> I like that they're having relationship disputes while they're killing goblins. This is just another one of the Um, things that, like, made me love this issue, is that 
yeah, yeah, they can still manage to like take out all these goblins, but they're going to work out their issues at the same time. Right, like these goblins are not the main threat right. here. Um, you don't need any help, right? You don't ever get hurt because you have the invincible Wolverine. I'll chalk all the jumping through fire and eating bullets as ordinary everyday superheroing. Uh, normal is all get out, right, Laura? <laughs> and About then... as normal as going old <laughs> Death Wish on the Blob. Right. Which, did I freak? Did I freak out about that? Did I say one word to make you feel bad, or was it you screaming at me? <laughs> There's the kick to the face with the boot. Yeah, here we are, and then she calls her calls him out for bringing up the cutting. Uh, stupid me, I left that alone. Swallowed it with all the rest. Took your cold shoulder for weeks. Mad as hell, but secretly hoping hoping you would come apologize or forgive me or whatever. But instead, I find you here. Um, yeah, and so like it, she ends up pushing him and pushing him until this rage gets to him again and he sets everything ablaze and this yeah, is oh there uh, it is the I, black vortex so yeah okay so i that's a thing that happened in between this ish this run and the run i okay, read before right. um it was a guardians of the galaxy crossover gotcha and i think it was five or six issues so that explains where that come from came right from. so and uh yeah so he says but this stupid black vortex thing the fire it's burning me up and that's where she's right, like well and... you chose to keep that stupid bleep yeah like this is on yeah. you dude uh whatever i said was wrong i'm wrong i screwed up big time and i'm sorry um he flames are messing with my head and then she's like it's fine i, I yeah because they're essentially both this going is... through the same crap Right, and so that's why she's yeah she's like angel stop it's okay I understand you do I do I really really do and then <laughs> splash page of them kissing covered in goblin blood come on guys yeah and then the goblins are starting to like put themselves back together and they ask their queen like should we just take them out while they're distracted yeah and she's like no let them have their little fun and so then this is where we see her so I wasn't sure if that was somebody you recognized or not. Right. This is, and I think this is Hella. Oh, uh, not not the not the one from Thor, but her daughter. I'm not 100 percent sure on the character. The design is very much like Hella. Gotcha. So, and her little monster thing says "girl," <laughs> <laughs> or he's growling. I don't know, but I like to think that it's saying "girl." Right, like, this is pretty good. Yeah, so that's the end of that uh, issue then. Um, Angel and Laura have made up. They're doing the smoochy smoochy yeah. kissy kissy now. We got our new villain. Yep, we've art. got our new villain again. And, uh, and that was, yeah, like I say, that was my favorite issue so far this series. So. Yeah, um, really good like comedic moments and then like an actually I'm, I don't know the word I'm going for here but a pretty real relationship development right, here right. yeah yeah I agree so that was good yeah alright well we're going to take our break here and we will be right back with issue 13 13 <laughs> the comic book companion podcast is brought to you by me you guys, I have my own Amazon store and I want your business. 
But not only do I want your business, I also want you to support the Comic Book Companion podcast. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com slash shops slash M-M-M-S-C-C-C, as in Michael Matthew Moore's Comedy, Comics, and Collectibles, because I'm also a stand-up comedian, but that's not important right now, and fill up your cart with stuff from my shop. Once you're ready to check out, use the promo code COMPANION, and you'll get 15% off your entire order of items from my shop and my shop only. So, anyways... Show your support for the podcast by going to my shop at Amazon.com slash shops slash M-M-M-S-C-C-C and enter the promo code COMPANION at checkout to get 15% off your entire order. Now, on to our next issue. And we're back and we're ready to talk issue 13. Yeah, we are. And X-Men. This cover... We see all these weird goblin people surrounding ID. Well, uh, now that I've read this issue and I'm looking at this cover again, I was taking this as being like the green slime and stuff from the previous issue, the blood and all that. Yeah. But now after reading this, I mean, we're going to spoil the entire (laughs) issue anyways, we see that these are actually inhuman. Yes, with the tears and and, and are, I could kind of catch that where you see the green because they always form up in a big weird green cocoon. But right. when I, yeah, when I was first saw this, I'm like, these are not the goblin people. Right, yeah. exactly. I was like, okay, so what kind of hell business is happening this time? Right. But now we know that all of these creatures are technically inhumans. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so now we're in Miami, Florida. And we're at the nightclub. Yeah, we are, and we uh, ready to get our dance. We on. follow up where we left off with the small cutaway to ID, Evan, and uh, Bobby here. Um, right. So they went out to the nightclub, and they're yep. talking about how Ice Van can't. Like, how am I even going to find the right guys to talk to? And ID's like, that's not going to be a problem. Uh, and. Bobby's like, no, like, what if there aren't any gay guys around here? And then Evan's, Evan's not having that. And he's just like, Bobby, we're in Miami. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> like, it's Miami. You're going to be You're gonna fine. You're going to be fine. Um, <laughs> and so, like, there's a lot of dialogue happening here. But it's essentially just, like, Bobby being self-conscious about this whole thing. He doesn't know how to hit on. He doesn't know how to talk to guys. And then it's his two wingmen are there to like get him through it. They're both very outgoing. They're able to get uh get him talking and stuff, kinda of find him those openings. And uh the idea of tonight isn't to find his one true love. Yeah. It's to just get him just comfortable kind of get him out with there talking and get him, to people. Yeah, more comfortable with doing that. Right. <laughs> and um Back before I came, he goes into a little bit of a detail here. He's like, I tried flirting when school with girls or whatever. Uh, right. Back before I came to Xavier's, even went on a little couple ill-advised blind dates, and one girl <laughs> called me a poop tornado to my face. Poop tornado? <laughs> like, what did you do, Bobby? That is not nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what exactly do you do to be called a poop, a poop tornado? tornado? 
and it's not like he's bad looking yeah. or whatever. So it's not like because he's ugly, he's a poop tornado. I don't understand. That's not nice. That's not at all. I'm just interested in that story. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And... Can we get a real quick <laughs> pager on that? And then ID's like, the difference is here, he'll actually be attracted to the people. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, yeah, when he went on that date with this girl, it's because he wasn't into girls, so that was a weird thing. Yeah. And so um, this is more, this is going to be more, quote unquote, his scene. Yeah, definitely. So they're in line for this club, um, and this is where ID explains, like, we're not here to, for, to find the love of your life, we're here to get you out. Um, exactly. And uh, Awkward Rejection is the name of the game, but after a while you accept that as part of the process. And yep. what happens? You just gotta <laughs> go right through. Yep. Um, we'll be right here with you. Evan's your interesting blue friend with folksy Kansas charm. And I can... <laughs> Another playback to Superman and Clark yeah, Kent. and I can do a double, a mean devil may care Quentin Choir impression that will keep any conversation rolling. So I love that because Quentin Quentin Choir is my favorite character from Wolverine and the X Men. He was Kid Omega, and he's oh uh, okay, that's what I was wondering because I was like I don't yeah, that and so he's if you ever seen a mutant wearing like a, a suit jacket with a T shirt that said Cyclops was right, and he has. A pink mo- yeah, I already said pink mohawk, but he's like super funny and biting and like I like guess the word's progressive, but he always got on Wolverine's nerves. He had a, oh jeez, he okay. had a shirt that said Tupocalypse, and it was an Apocalypse Tupac. Oh, <laughs> I need that. shirt. Yeah, like he would change shirts every issue. He was great, but we'll, we'll hopefully we'll see him in the future in something we read. Right, that's awesome. And so uh, they get into the club. They've made it, and uh, ID ass- assures him that he's in good hands. And um, Bobby can only say, "Oh my god!" Yeah, and they're just <laughs> like, "Listen, be yourself. Things are fine." And then he he um, drops the "I like turtles." That was ridiculous. <laughs> it sure was. I was like, "Listen, man, you can't be that. S- <laughs> you can't be that silly. That's." too much like even being awkward and not knowing how to talk to people like <laughs> like nobody just drops yeah that. no one just drops that anywhere i didn't think about what to say before i got up here and then and then um there's like oh god this abort, was a bad idea abort abort, abort. um so <laughs> we see the three people he was talking to in this panel right here in the far right where yeah. one of them's trying to hold in his laughter and um He's freaking out. He's like, why did I even try? And ID's like, that was my fault. We threw you in the deep end, but it's good. We got super awkward out of the way, and now it's just going to be... It's going to be easy from here. Right. And I love what she does here. This is so slick. (laughs) Except Iceman doesn't hang around. Right. And she's like, hey, can you nice people tell me if I have something horrible going on with my face tonight? (laughs) Nacho cheese all over my chin or whatever. Because I've been in this club 20 minutes and can't get a single boy to even look at me. <laughs> and then they're like, wrong club, sweetheart. Yeah, like, <laughs> so you're saying I might have to buy my own Red Bulls tonight? Right. Uh, and so that's when she's like, okay, well, who's fi- who's footing the bill for my friend Bobby? And he's, he's disappeared. disappeared. And she's like, what's happening? Those guys are super nice. Um... <laughs> And he's like, you guys were hitting it off just fine, but I was the weirdo in the back, so I had to come leave. Right. Um, 
And Ivy's like, no, you didn't have to do that. This isn't this hard. Um, I've seen you talk for hours nonstop while everyone else just listens to whatever it is. And then he's like, this is different. Ivy's not having that. She's like, no, it's not. Um, and then she throws him to another group. Or is this the same group? Cause, no, I think this is different guys Okay, because, yeah, the, the lighting was weird with the um Yeah, the they're, like, lighting, in shadow. So, they're not yeah. in shadow. They're in bright dance lights. Um, and... So it turns out ID sent her sent him to another group here. and Or he's just saying that. We don't really know. Um, my f- Which he kind of makes a little bit of progress with these guys. Yeah, he's like, uh, my friends sent me over here to meet you because I'm terrible at flirting and they think I need more practice. <laughs> and, then, and then the one guy's like, don't, don't we, we all... Uh, and, but this is where it starts to spiral. Oh yeah, but like practice doing what exactly? Shirtless dancing, interrupting strangers' conversations with my non-existent pickup lines. Like, hey pal, I really dig that. How I really dig how that t-shirt's just the right amount too tight for you. Want to make out? <laughs> uh, I eat mac and cheese with nuggets every Wednesday because it's easy, and then I never have to think about it. Is this you? Pretty much. Um, <laughs> Is this is this spicy chicken nuggets from Wendy's oh my god? Extra they, don't, they don't exist anymore. Oh, I, I'm sorry to hear I've that. I've been going through withdrawals for two years. Um, <laughs> according to the internet, super do. Oh, uh, he talked about cultural touchdown, cultural touchstones for how to be gay are like crazy dated now. Um, yeah, so because he's like the old ice yeah, man, right? He's so, from the late sixties, so. Yeah, so what he knows about being gay is not what today <laughs> yeah. is. And according to the internet, they're super duper offensive. Um, <laughs> so I'd really like to know what it is that he's talking about. Yeah, like about. what was he about to say to these people? Um, Just before Evan's like, okay, okay we, yeah, then. We nice need to, to meet go. you fellas. Sorry. Um, yeah, so Evan takes him to the dance floor. Yeah, and Evan explains, like, yeah, that went well, and then he started oversharing. Um, and. It's no biggie. We'll just dance yeah, we'll it just out. Dance it out. You don't need this. Um, see, ID's a talker. This right here. This is how I deal. Even when I'm in a super dark place, the music just melts it. So Evan loves dancing. Loves dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's let me for lets me forget about Hank McCoy's ham-fisted time machine. Uh, Which is kind of sucks that uh, he. Uh kind of takes over and owns the dance floor and steals all the attention because he says uh the music just melts it all away you know and iceman's like yeah yeah this is way easier (laughs) and then that's when evan's like striking a pose yeah he's he's getting into this dancing here and taking the spotlight from bobby um he doesn't have to be apocalypse doesn't have to be me doesn't have to be anyone um I should have warned you about that. Never compete for a dance floor with Evan Sabaneri. And and then Bobby's just like, oh, this isn't going well. I love that the sigh has icicles hanging off It sure does. Um, And, uh, yeah, so then she's talking about the kid is an accidental scene stealer. (laughs) Um, But it's not like you came here to dance anyway, right? Let's switch gears and... You see that now she's blowing frost because he's made it frosty. Yeah, he is anxiously he's, putting frost everywhere. Yeah. Or maybe you should take a minute and, to collect your thoughts. So he does. He sits down. 
And then he sits down next to these two guys where one of them's like, I know that look. Somebody's right. well-meaning friends tried to set them up. Um, and they ha- they kick it off, and they're talking about how like it was a wingman situation. Um, that's just never good. Top top gun man running top gun man running young men since nineteen or nineteen eighty six. Ruining young Ruining men young, since nineteen eighty six. Oh okay, yeah, I get it. The erotic volleyball because scene. of the wingman situation yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, so then <laughs> I like that Ev or uh, Idy is trying to play this off like. Because now Iceman, Bobby is at the bar, he's talking to a guy, things are going well. Evan is like, wait a minute, what the heck's going on here? And Idy's like, shut up, we did yeah, this. Yeah, we did this, we're fine, this is fine. So, uh, turns out all we have to do is make him miserable enough to wander off on his own. Uh, exactly. And, if I dance with you, can we talk about Egypt and Hank? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty great line. So those two are talking right. about what happened with Apocalypse Wars. And yeah, so this is like the first real reference to that, um, where they disappeared into the past and came back or whatever. Which I was wondering, because like, last issue we didn't catch any of that. Yeah, and it kind of left with him just took... being pissed at Hank. Right, and so like, I was wondering, reading this, like, are they ever going to even reference that? Like... People had to have wondered where Hank and Evan disappeared to for I don't know right, how long. Right, so people know. Um, yeah. And he's talking about how our ID calls him not selfish for what he did back there. And then he's like, oh, yes, it was. I'd have done anything to save Insaba. I'd, let it all, I'd, let, I'd have let all of this burn to save myself. That's Because he crazy, just doesn't yeah. want to be Apocalypse. And the face that he's making. Yeah, like, mm, come on, Evan. Yeah. Uh, and so now we jump back to Bobby, and he's he's talking about Beast, and uh, given this story, uh, Beast Laser thing doesn't like knock Eunice out or whatever. <laughs> it makes his untouchable powers crazy strong. Now he can't touch anything. So Eunice is chasing this piece of pie around the room, <laughs> freaking the f out. So he's talking about Eunice the Untouchable. Yeah. With pie. Um, you guys yeah, beat Eunice yeah, the Untouchable is... with pie? Well, the lack of pie. Right. And so then this is nice to where, like, the dude puts his hand on Bobby's hand and then panic. And panic mode goes full ice, man. Um, he splooges all over this guy with ice. Yeah, not great. Poor little not fella. A good, <laughs> not a good look for Iceman here. Uh, yeah, and freaks out the so club. He, freaks out. he starts yep. running out, saying, "I'm so sorry." Um, and he runs into another dude outside. Yeah, like I swear, <laughs> he trips over so many decent gay guys that it's insane. like I get this is Miami, but this is a, some ridiculous probability here. Right, and like they tried very hard <laughs> to <laughs> to make sure that he was going to. Uh, run into all the gay guys right um so they they kind of hit it off um after Iceman gets up it's like yeah i was just talking to this great cute guy in there and the other guy's like congratulations i guess um which i kind of thought this when i was reading this issue 
um, before I find out more about this guy. But you see where they're like, hi, hey, so what was that about? So you see above his head, though, is like, there's something happening with this dude. Right, it almost looks like a spidey sense, but not quite, like... Exactly. And then that's when you see that Bobby's ice form is just melting away. Yeah. And so I was like, what is this dude doing to Bobby? Yeah. Because he's got some kind of powers. This isn't some weird coincidence. So they keep talking out uh, behind the club. Uh, my first crush was on the high school wrestling team. <laughs> Therefore, obviously, so was I. And he's talking about how he used to be a wrestler. Um, and how he spent three months flirting and play fighting with that kid before finally getting the courage to kiss him. Which After which he promptly punched me straight in the teeth. I dropped out of school the I very next day. Literally dropped out of school. GED, here I be. <laughs> Which, that's kind of funny, so I'll be using that again. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so he's talking about that. Wrestler Boy came out a couple years later and tracked me down online to apologize. Yeah, so like, um, this is... Okay, so I'm kind of speaking because I... I know what they're going through okay um but like this is just interesting to me to where like they bring this up that okay so it's these wrestling guys the one is being super macho he ends up getting kissed he didn't like that he punches the gay guy in the face and then it turns out that that guy was gay he was just kind of fighting it in high school and ends up coming out a couple years later and apologizes for it which is really what sucks is that just like you know they can't be themselves um, that they've got to put on this weird face and try to be tough and all that kind of shit. But um, I don't, it just, it it's cool that they put that in here because that is something, not necessarily this specific situation, but something very similar happens to people in this type of uh, situation all the time. Right. But anyways, that's me going off on a little bit of a rant. No, Go you're ahead. fine. Um, so <laughs> they keep talking. Um, there's a reason they call it a crush, right? Um, headed off a bit. He gets his name. He's Romeo. I normally tell people it's not, it's just a name and not to read too much into it. But this time, I think I'll leave that up to you. I love this. That was awesome. It's a pretty good line. And then a yeah. giant Mothman with spider legs bursts out of the wall here. Yeah. Hello. Uh, go back into my nightmares. <laughs> I don't need you in real life, please. And thank you. Um, and Romeo's like, hello. Iceman immediately takes it as a threat, blasts it, and immediately wanting to fight. Yeah, things. and Romeo's like, "Don't, don't do that, don't do that, please." Um, weird, terrifying, weird, terrifying <laughs> moth creature. You come back here. Um, and then the rest of the crew comes out of the club. Uh, can't we have one night out of the club? Just one night of peace? Apparently not. Um, right. I hold Bobby with that thing. You handle the bystanders, <laughs> and then Evan's like, "All right, but next time we switch." Bystanders are always so pinchy. <laughs> um, so ID and so this is cool to where she turns his ice into fire. Yeah, so they really play off each other super well. I love that they're able to do that. Yeah, and um, Meta Boy things were going great, and then this thing happened, uh, and Romeo's really trying, like, "Hey, no, leave him alone, please." Uh, pretty sure we look mad cool right now. Stop it! Like he, Romeo's yeah. trying to. <laughs> So he's trying to show... Iceman's trying to show off for Romeo. Yeah. And Romeo is trying to get to this monster. Like, he's trying to save it. Right. And so, like, 
Iceman thinks he's coming off cool, but he's not coming off cool. He's actually coming off as a bit of a jerk because he's immediately fighting this thing. Yeah. When technically it just kind of showed up. It didn't really like pose a threat all of a sudden. It just kind of like sprung forth because... It's probably scared. We... Yeah, absolutely. And we find out that it's because he just mutated, Yeah, like he's trying to get used to his new inhuman powers. Right. Um, you are okay? It's my... Yeah, we get Romeo explaining why he was out here and he was looking for this guy. Um, and so he calms him down and... Yeah, using his powers, he's able to calm this thing down. And so we see that it's really the same powers that he was using on Bobby earlier. Yeah, to calm him down and get him out of his ice form. Right. Um, hasn't been fully explained yet, but we still see the same effect. Exactly. Um, and then we get these people show up, um, which I recognize the <sighs> weird snake-looking lady. I don't remember her name. I don't so I don't know her so much. Uh, but this one wasn't she in wasn't she Johnny Storm's ex here? Yep, yeah, Crystal. Crystal. She's she's from the royal family in the Indians. Yeah. Which this whole group is really cool to me. So I really I need to know more about them. Yeah, like I I know about an inhuman here and there, like black like the big ones, like Black Bolt and Medusa, but Right. And uh I feel like... Oh, no, never mind. That's the dude in the wheelchair. Never mind. But, yeah, that dude in the wheelchair is kind of funky. I want to know what his <laughs> Yeah, right? Are. Um, so they show up. I want to say this guy on the far right in the yellow is Inferno, but it might not be him. Um, oh, right. Um, so... So, basically, we find out that this group of uh, Inhumans are running around um, finding new Inhumans that are just now changing. So that's like this moth creature was a human that just changed because of the Terrigen Right. And so Romeo is also an inhuman then. And uh, his powers are used to... uh, How how does he put it exactly? Uh, I was a little late getting here. Won't have to convoss. You're an inhuman. I'm a student. Um... Man, there was a way that he... Yeah, oh, I'd use your powers on the moth guy back here to calm him down so fast. Uh, Seems like, or maybe I just didn't attack him with a bunch of ice and fireballs. So, uh, real quick before we get into that, um, we see that there's a a kind of tension between mutants and humans right now. Right. And right around this time, there was... I forget if the event was a bit after this or not, but there is an event coming up called Inhumans vs. X-Men, which I believe this has a tie-in with, so... Oh, gotcha, okay. Um... So they, yeah, they go off and talk, Bobby and Romeo do. Um, yeah, and so we find out that Romeo is a student, a runner, a gamer, and believe it or not, a recovering pickpocket, Yeah, uh, which comes to play here in a minute. So they're talking about um, the internet, or despite what the internet thinks, not all humans hate the X-Men, you guys are clearly trying to help, you're just bad at it. Um, and then right. here we go, he's an emotional empath, so he's like Mantis. There it is, yeah. yeah. Um he can sense and manipulate people's emotions, calm them down, warm them up, whatever. Yeah, so that's cool. And so you see he's on this cell phone. He's just, like, punching away on the cell phone. And um, Bobby <laughs> is, like, talking to him and stuff. And he's he's not really paying a ton of attention to Bobby. Yeah, he's, uh, Bobby's kind of hurt because he's like, I thought we hit it off. And he's like... Right. <laughs> and he's like uh, the whole thing was scary easy and how you really wanted to grab some late night french fries. 
Right, exactly. Um, and so, anyways, we get to the point to where uh, Bobby's like, so if you could just look up from your friggin' <laughs> smartphone for 10 seconds to let me down easy, I would really appreciate it. And then Romeo's like, oh, this isn't my phone, it's yours. Yeah, so it did go, like, like, despite Romeo's powers, they did kind of hit it off. Oh, they definitely yeah. hit it off, yeah. And, um... So Romeo is like, got to go back to work now, but you could definitely call me sometime. <laughs> and you see that he's put his name and number into Bobby's phone is what had happened. Yeah, and uh, Bobby calls him out on the recovering pickpocket line. And Ro- Romeo's right. like, recovery's a process, X-Man. I get a little better yeah. every day. It's pretty slick. <laughs> and, and then this issue ends with this three-panel spread here where uh, Evan and ID come on. They're like, what happened here? And right. Bobby's like digits, <laughs> and then they do the two sweet yep. thing, like from. <laughs> it's happened from many different things, but I know it from. Yeah, wrestling. I also know it from wrestle from a podcast I listen to about wrestling. So, <laughs> so that's pretty great that they did that. So again, great episode. Or, I <laughs> every episode. time, every time you'll see it. Every episode. single time. Earlier, I was proud of myself because I said issue instead of episode. And I was like, I'm going to do it. And then I screwed it up. But anyways, that was a great issue, too. Yeah, really this is my it. favorite. It kind of so hit far. home a bit. So uh, that was pretty awesome. Um, yeah, this was my favorite of the series so far because it's such a... They took a break from big overarching plots and kind of did two slice-of-life stories back-to-back. Right. And um, And it was like... I think you said this earlier, it was, like, humanizing. Yeah, very humanizing for Iceman. And this is the first... Like, he's always been... There's always been the big thing where it's like, oh, they made young Iceman gay. But this is... I think this is the first time they've really dived into that a whole lot. Right. And so, like, I've always wondered, um... Like, how... Uh... How deep they might dive into that, or, like... Uh, how much attention they might draw to it. Was it going to be something where they're like, oh yeah, and by the way, Iceman's gay. Uh, Or is it actually going to be some kind of forefront story? And then at the same time, are they going to make it cheap? Um, With just like... um, I don't know how to put it exactly, but like with this issue, they really, I feel like they encapsulated it very well. And... um, made him more of a human and uh i feel i feel like they handled it very they well. they totally did it doesn't sound it didn't seem insincere it didn't seem like a quick grab right, for that's, money or diversity like, yes right thank you that's exactly yeah. what i was going for so anyways yeah it was it was really great and i love the angel and uh wolverine episode or, damn it <laughs> i did it again issue but uh, now we're just kind of repeating ourselves, but it was good. It was very good, yes. Okay, so that's it for this episode. There I could actually say it. <laughs> and uh, your homework for next time Four. is going to be... 14 and 15. 14 and Wait, 15. Wait, let me double check. Awesome. Double check yeah. that because I keep yes, getting it wrong. Yes, 14 and 15. So, okay, cool. And... Uh, so hopefully we'll uh, see some more progress on the X Men front. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, we um, it... go ahead. I was gonna say we are getting to the point where 
we're having we have single numbered single digits of issues left. I think we have five counting the annual. So yeah, and um, so we were kind of talking about this before the podcast started. Is that the DC app is now available? Yeah, it came out earlier in the week. Um, and it has comics and TV shows and movies and all kinds of stuff on there. And so we've been waiting for that app to go live so we could read DC books. Yeah, because it'll make it a whole lot easier and it'll be way affordable for everyone. Right, because it's only seven ninety nine a month. I don't know what it is for a year or any kind of stuff like that. I'm paying monthly because I, I have to do it that way. But um, So I think that that's awesome because seven ninety nine a month compared to all the different issues you would have to buy or whatever to be able to read and that kind of thing. It doesn't even compare. Yeah. It's, it's an awesome deal. And on top of the TV shows and the cartoons and the movies and all and that like kind of original stuff. content coming. Exactly. I can't wait for all the original content that they're going to put on there. But my point was, um, we've been reading a bunch of Marvel stuff because we've been wanting to use the Marvel unlimited app, but now that DC has released their app, we're going to be looking into DC books to read. So um, I've already uh, asked Connor to um, find something for us to read because he's more familiar with all this. Yeah. And um, I have just kind of glanced through the app, and there's a bunch of books and stuff there. So Now, I think that um, you'll have to look at it... Uh, I'm sure that they're still going to be putting content on there. Oh yeah, it'll probably, probably be like daily. A, either daily or like a rotating basis or something. Um, but uh, because you gotta you gotta really pay attention to what's there because uh, it looks like some of the books, some of the series aren't complete series. Okay, it's just like a preview issue or something. Yeah, well, there might be like five issues of the series or something. So it's very possible that they're going to be putting more of those issues on there. But um, when we're looking right now at what we want to read from that app, then you might want to just kind of pay attention to what's actually the full series that's available right, right. now. Right, and so we'll hit you guys up with what the next thing is going to be. So Yeah, but um, right now, uh, your homework still is all new X-Men, and, yeah, um, we'll probably we'll finish this out before we start anything DC related. So, yeah, I would imagine so. But I just wanted to give people a heads up that if you're kind of hard up on us for just reading uh, Marvel, that was why. I think we've explained that earlier on in the podcast many many episode ago. Um, but we were just waiting for this app to drop, and it has finally dropped, and it's awesome, so get on that. Yeah, uh, so that's it for us today. Uh, yep. Uh, and yeah, so cool. DC All Universe right. app, Thanks, Connor. issues 14 and 15. Thank 14 and 15. And thank you, Michael. Oh, you got it, buddy. <laughs> See you later. See All right, that's it. That's everything. That's all that we have this week. You can contact us on Instagram and Twitter, at comic underscore companion and you can email us at comicbookcompanion at gmail.com you can follow me on instagram and twitter at mmorecomedy and you can follow connor at attack on wake up don't forget to subscribe and if you would be so kind please give us a quick five star review we would very much appreciate it now until next time we have been your comic book companion